mindfulness mode. And he is able to, to be a great connector in his community and really be more open to people, connect them. Hey, Mindful Tribe listeners, today's episode is marked as restricted because it's about a porn addiction. So if this is not something that you're comfortable listening to right now, make sure you shut off the show right now. Maybe you've got children in the room or children in the car or something, and uh, you'd like to listen to a different episode. But otherwise, keep on listening. Reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness here in Mindfulness Mode. And today I'm here with a gentleman who has been helping individuals with their porn problems, their challenges, their addictions. And sometimes we don't even know that that is a problem. And uh, I say we, but you know, any of us listening who maybe is wondering whether this is a problem, whether this is, you know, contributing to difficulties in our intimacy with a partner or anything like that. So we're just going to have a very uh, open and easy conversation about how mindfulness affects this part of our lives. And I'm here today with Roman, Roman Miranoff. Roman, are you in mindfulness mode today? Yes, yes, especially because I've been fasting since this morning. So a little bit more mindful well i've been fasting too so uh i fast almost every day for a while at least uh so i do intermittent fasting but it's it's going to be really interesting talking to you because we talked before a couple of years ago and i interviewed you back then and and this topic of porn i think came up briefly in the interview and now you've been working to help people with this a lot ever since that conversation so i'm just curious roman what pulled you into this area this area where you are able to help people with this difficulty i would say two things and first of all thank you for having me again it's really really a pleasure and a five-star privilege Ah, the first thing is that I really feel that I wasted so much of my potential and really time back when I was in my teenage years and also in my 20s. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. I really feel that wasting human potential this way is, is a tremendous waste and we should like people are suffering because of this and i I don't want people to to go through that that's one thing and at one point i shared my story on youtube of how i you know i've gone porn free and at that point i've i was porn free for six years and people resonated with it and they started reaching out to me with you know with requests for help which normally go like please help me yeah, I can't I can't stop watching porn and I started helping them. I saw results. And since I, I was a coach, I was a full time coach back then. I just decided to focus on helping people with porn detox mostly. Well, I think it's interesting when you put it this way, Roman, the world needs us. Like there are so many challenges going on in the world and so many people who are having challenges with one one thing or another thing. The world needs us to help. Don't you think so? Absolutely. And that's one reason why I love the work that you're doing in, in the field of bullying, because that, that, that's another huge problem. And I mean, there, there, is, uh, there is a lot of small connections between porn and bullying, because 
uh, I think the main one is that you feel really isolated, alone, and there is no help in both cases. Right. And, and I think personally, I think that as human beings, it's so important to be connected with other human beings and to, and to spend our time, not all of it, like it's important to spend time on your own and just getting to know who you are, but we need to spend time connecting with other humans. And if we're off by ourselves, isolated, looking at porn, that's doing the opposite, wouldn't you say? Exactly, exactly. Just like with bullying, we, we feel we're very scared. We, yeah. we feel that we cannot share what we're going through with anyone else because that might bring, you know, some sort of grief or people like we might get really even physically injured by, by those people that are bullying us if we tell, let's say, our, our teacher about that. And the same thing with porn. We just, we, we feel, I like, frankly, I felt like a creep because mm-hmm. back, back when I was in those 1990s, I was growing up in Russia and there was no, no porn available. So I would go around all the small like really shady places trying to get porn and people would look at me like a, a creep. Mm. I, I hated that feeling. Right. And then when you came to Canada, then of course you, you found out that it was available widely on the internet, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I mean, with, with my kind of background, sort of, let, let's say more, more traditional, more conservative when i see uh, like uh, an adult shop with all this triple x signs i'm i'm a little bit scared frankly yeah yeah are you scared that it'll sort of pull you in that you'll just be drawn toward it is that the kind of fear you're describing yeah maybe the uh, some triggers like this involved maybe but still um maybe like the, the the biggest fear is that it is so available Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think about myself going back 20 years, and if it had been available to me at that time like this, I, I might have been in a way bigger trouble, you know, mm-hmm. with all that access. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the thing that concerns me so much as well is that it's so readily available online and all people have to do is click a box that says I'm over the age of whatever it is. And, and that's it. Isn't that true? Like any of our children can be completely immersed in this. Moreover, Bruce, a huge problem with social media, because when uh, guys start looking at Instagram, all these girls, they, you know, they try to get more likes by showing, you know, by showing themselves on Instagram. And okay. this becomes a huge trigger even before porn. So like we are bombarded today by all these messages about sexuality, that sexuality is good. It, it's okay to show your body in, in a very, very vulnerable way like they do on Instagram. So yeah, a, a lot of triggers. Well, I certainly uh, want to say right off the top that I am not an expert in this area. You know, I work in mindfulness all the time. I've worked in bullying all the time, but I'm not an expert at all in this area of, of porn and wanting to move away from it and everything. But the thing is, I think that it really is connected to mindfulness because I think that if you are, if you are driven to be 
uh, involved in porn in one way or another, and it starts to affect your life, and you realize that you're not doing a lot of other things, you're, you're basically focused on this day after day after day after day, then you're right, it's taking you away from a life of fullness, a life of satisfaction, whether that's being with a partner, a life of like creating a, a whole selection of interests that you would normally be involved in, or maybe a career. So I'm sure there are people that are just focused for hours every day on, on pornography. Is that right? Yes. Yes, exactly. And I had a client who would spend five hours on the weekend, on, e on each of the, of the days on the weekend, just watching porn nonstop. And he would throw in things like, you know, things like drugs, very, very unhealthy food. So it was like a such an unhealthy fast. And what I wanted to say about mindfulness is that the problem, especially for people who are very seriously addicted, is that they they keep thinking about porn all the time, let's say 60% of the time, and another 40% of the time, they try to fight their thoughts because they want to quit. Mm -hmm. So there is no space for mindfulness. And this is where it comes in. You need to become mindful. Let's say it will start with like 1% of mindfulness. And then you will realize that actually watching porn is not the problem. You think that this is the problem because you fight it all the time in your mind, but it's not. Usually there is some sort of psychological deficit behind the addiction. And the only way to uncover that is by building awareness about what's going on in you through mindfulness. Right. Well, we certainly need to be in touch with our emotions and through meditation and mindfulness, we can be more in touch with our, our true emotions. And I think that we can also build better relationships with other people through being mindful it it creates a more healthy individual wouldn't you say absolutely i mean when i talk to someone let's say um i talk to my father and sometimes i get triggered by by his behavior and those triggers they come let's say from my childhood and but uh i i do my best i'm not perfect <laughs> Not by a long shot, but I do my best not to be selfish and just think about how he, what's he's saying affecting me. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be mindful about how I feel and really becoming more selfless and just accepting him as he is. And I think mindfulness, yeah, is really key to this. Well, just like it's key to everything. Just this morning, I was, I was driving to the gym and I, I was thinking about this. So I always push myself when I'm mindful enough to really disconnect from my thoughts, really outside of meditation. E even doing something as simple as driving, I try, I try to be mindful. I try to be mindful of everything that is going around me. Just random people walking, the traffic lights, the sounds. It's not easy. No. <laughs> but... Uh, I'm working on it. Yeah. Well, it's it's an ongoing practice, that's for sure. And uh, I'm I'm certainly a long way from uh, achieving a, a super high level of mindfulness. I mean, I, I work on mindfulness every day, but part of working on it is not working on it. 
as silly as that sounds. Like if you're working on it, trying so hard to do it, then that's defeating the purpose. It's a lot of it is about letting go. And so I really um, believe in letting go and just living my life and uh, being aware. I think being aware of what is driving me. And if, if there are any kinds of addictions that are driving me that are not feeding me positively, then I want to look at that and I want to let go of them. And I think that's what more and more people are experiencing, that they're, they're realizing, hey, is this really serving me? Is this thing that I'm spending so much of my time on really making my life better or is it doing the opposite? And if, you, if you're starting to think that way, then you need to realize there are ways to let go of this. And the fact is you have a course that you can uh, offer to people to help them through this, don't you, Roman? Yes, that's right. And uh, really awareness about porn and about the detrimental effects on, on people's lives is a huge thing that I pound on in the course all the time, because I do believe that awareness alone is curative. Because basically, I would say this. So a, a person who wants to do a porn detox, a porn recovery, has to first become aware as soon as they become aware, they get motivated, basically. Because let's say I had one client track all the time he was spending on, on watching porn every week. And he, and he counted eight hours, that guy. And he got really scared. So mm -hmm. I call this aware and scared. That is already very good motivation. Then... You just need a few tools. They're, they're pretty simple. For some people, things like porn blockers work. Others like conditioning, you know, using the pain and pleasure principle, which is rewards and negative consequences. And then the third part is going on a mental diet and feeding your mind with positive information and... And really just, you know, keeping your motivation going and actual mindfulness can play into that because as you, as you start introducing small mindfulness practices during the day, you will feel better about yourself because each of them will feel like a small win, a small win, both in terms of not watching porn at that moment and just really being disciplined enough. And with those small wins, well, you, you feel better about yourself, so your willpower muscle gets stronger, and also you you become a mindfulness expert over time. Right, I bet you would. Well, I'm I'm very curious. Do you find that there are very many similarities between becoming uh, porn free or going on a porn detox and becoming more aware of the food that you're taking in and and losing weight and your diet? Are there similarities? I would say absolutely. And one of the similarities is, is the one that I talked about before, is that actually, you know, spending all your mental energy on your addiction, on thinking about, let's say, porn or food or fighting your thoughts, it just doesn't leave any headspace for you to think about what, what the real problem is, the root cause, that psychological deficit. But when you, let's say, with food, you go on a smart diet, uh, like whatever works for you, but let's say 
you try a keto diet or you just mm -hmm. start eating cleaner. Right. And, and then you'll notice that you don't crave food that much anymore. Right. And because you don't spend that mental energy on your on thinking about food, planning food and so on, you realize that, wait, there is something bigger that this is why I was actually overeating. And, and that could be, let's say, a relationship gone wrong. Yeah. Well, I do a lot of work on my clients using hypnosis, and I find out that a lot of my clients have had a trauma of some type in their life that has caused them to feel detached or caused them to feel as though they're not enough, and they're, they're just suffering that way. Mindful Tribe, as I go through this episode and edit it, I realize that at this point, it's the perfect time to jump in because maybe you are experiencing some real, real challenges in your life. Maybe it's due to a trauma. Maybe you have no idea why. Maybe you're stuck, can't move on. Maybe you have anxiety or you have a habit that you just can't seem to shake. Well, maybe this is the time for you to reach out to me and we jump on a call and talk about how we can work together and I can help you by using hypnosis. And this is generally a, a much quicker way than some of the other methods to deal with this. So send me an email, bruce at mindfulnessmode.com. Put coaching session in the subject line. We'll jump on a free call and talk about where you're at and how I can help you. So with that, back to the show. Do you find that with people that have had a, a challenge with porn and want to go on a porn detox, do you find that it's a lot of times the same thing that they've had traumas that they've experienced? Yes, definitely. One of the, of, the, of the most common examples is that people got exposed to pornography very early on. Let's say their brothers were watching it or their parents were watching it. They saw it and they got hooked. And this is definitely psychological trauma because a six-year-old is not supposed to see things like this. No. And... Another example, which is also very common, is, is parents who were achievers mm -hmm. <laughs> and they pushed their son or their daughter, who now comes to me for help, they pushed too much. They had very, very high expectations. And on the other hand, they did not give much love. So the person feels that they were not loved enough and that's why they're always not enough, even when they're 30 or 40 years old now. Right. So they're looking for that love and trying to find it in these connections they're making with porn. And, and that's, that's sad because they're never going to find it. Isn't that true? That, that is so true. Because this is exactly what a people are looking for in porn. Because they, like, they really feel they are connecting to themselves and also to other people. That's exactly how I felt. I really went, when I was a teenager, I would watch porn and, re <laughs> and really feel that I'm, I'm part of the process. Mm. And I thought that this, this was for a very long time. Like the, this is what sex is about. This is all there is to sex. Mm -hmm. But when I, and, and that's why I actually had trouble with my with my first girlfriend because mm -hmm. we started we started dating and i so like we came to sex 
but my notion of real sex was so bad that i mean i had all kinds of all kinds of problems and uh, actually it was i mean a huge problem of porn there is also there is even a term porn induced erectile dysfunction p-i-e-d and okay. so I, I had a little bit of it. It's a, it's a completely psychological issue. Yeah. And a lot of people have it, really. A lot of people, they reach out to me and they say, I can't, I can't get hard with, with a girl. And just because I, I had been overstimulated by those online images and I can't, I can't relate to a human being on that sexual level. I just don't know how porn taught me all is wrong concepts. <laughs> mm. And and so for a typical person that you work with, how long do they need to detox from porn before they start having more of a comfortable and relaxed and normal sex life? Yes, uh, I love this question because it is number one question that people have about porn. How long will my porn detox take? And I, And I usually say this, do a 30-day challenge for yourself. No porn, no masturbation, no ejaculation, but it's okay to have sex if you have a partner. That's good. And then see how you feel at day 30. Most men feel much better. They feel alive again. Their senses heighten. This is so great. They are attracted to their partner or to the opposite sex more they feel more attraction from women their brain fog goes away they become more mindful and at that point okay for most men this is like 70 or 80 percent of porn rewiring already happened and they can complete the rest more easily because now they're motivated to go in right. so i would say 30 days for most men and when you go from 30 days to about 60 days you should be good and so do you work entirely with men or do you work with women as well? Uh, let's put it like this. I work directly with men, but <laughs> funny enough, some of my clients, they are men and or originally their girlfriend or wife reached out to me oh. because she could no longer take this. I see. And this is, I, I think this is very this is very demonstrative of how men think because men rarely reach for help. We think that we could do, we will do it on our own or we'll just push ourselves or we can't, we, we can't be like a pussy. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we, we guys, we want to do it on our own. We don't want to ask for help. Women are more willing to ask for help. So that's a lot of times what the process is. The, the woman reaches out to you. Maybe you talk about it. Do they take the course then sometimes? Not, not the women. I think women, no. they, 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 they don't need to go porn free. What they need is more like psychological help. Because when I read their, what they tell me, I mean, it breaks my heart because they, they feel betrayed. They feel very jealous about porn. Sometimes I believe even more jealous than like compared to being jealous about a, a real woman. I see. So they feel really hurt and really dejected and, and left out. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, like you, you discover that your partner has this secret life right so a lot of times 
Do you find that they did not know that at first and then they discover it? Is that very often what happens? I think that's 95% of the time, at I least see. in my practice. I see. And then when they find out, they feel this terrible feeling of hurt and pain. And sometimes they reach out to you. And then what happens? What, how is the connection made with the man? Well, when they reach out to me, I, I advise them, well, to go through the options that I offer as a coach. And, and one of them is taking my course. And sometimes they say, okay, yeah, taking the course is fine. And sometimes they, they say, well, you know, he's so deep into this porn addiction that I think that you should like really begin with one-on-one -on -one coaching mm -hmm. right away. But when you work with somebody, you, don't you always encourage them to take the course first and then pick up the coaching after that? And why is that? Exactly. I mean, I, I want to be effective and that's, <laughs> and I want the coaching to be effective. And that's the reason I created the course because all the basics, they're, they're pretty simple. So, and I don't want to, I don't want the, my client to spend the time and the energy and their money on, on one, on one coaching when really I have already taught the basics. They could do it on their own in like in their own pace and, and way more affordably compared to one-on-one -on -one coaching. I see. And so does it usually take about 30 days to go through the course? Yes, if my client does it in a way that I recommend, and that's watching one day, just taking it one day at a time, there is one video per each day, there is an exercise, and there is a motivational video for that day. Yes, that, that, that normally takes 30 days. Okay, and then after 30 days, a lot of times you connect with the client and you begin a one-on-one -on -one relationship where you're working and helping that person. Isn't that right? Yes. Yes. That, that's correct. A lot of people, they don't need that because they're, they're already porn free after 30 days. And I really honor them for their willpower. Well, that's fantastic because I know, like you mentioned to me before the interview started that the, that the course is $99 and that is very, very reasonable. If you can pay $99, take the course, you really want to make that connection with your partner, you really want to improve your life and her life as well. And for $99 and, and a level of commitment, you can do it. That's fantastic. I really think that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And thank you for bringing up this important question of commitment and especially financial commitment. I mean, a lot, a lot of people uh, I work with, I help, they are really in their teenage years. And oftentimes when they reach out to me first, like their first concern is I'm, I'm broke. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so that, that's why I made it, I made it, I made my course on Udemy very affordable. So right. very reasonable. Wow. Yes. Can you tell a story? I know it's it's going to be completely maintaining their privacy and everything, but is, are you able to tell a story about someone you've worked with and how they've transitioned from that point of being frustrated and alone and lost and feeling dejected and that they're spending all this time on porn to moving to a place where they have a healthy life and a healthy sex life? 
Can you share something like that with us? Yeah. Uh, if I may share, I have this, my, my best success story is this client who lives in, um, on another continent and he's been struggling with porn for, for decades. And funny enough, he has a huge family, a lot of kids, a great wife, but mm-hmm. he was still struggling. And he was afraid of two things. That's why he reached out. The first one is that he loves his wife a lot. And he's afraid that by watching porn, if she finds out, she will just divorce him. And the second thing, he was afraid that with time, the intensity of porn that he was watching was increasing. And he also was prone to go into prostitutes, you know, massage parlors. And, mm-hmm. and he was afraid that th- this could become a downward spiral for him. So he took my program. We did quite a lot of one-on-one coaching and we still do it maybe once a month or once in two months, just uh, as a sort of an, an accountability session. And since then, he's been porn free. And it's, I would say this is, I think around six, 600 days now. And he feels much better. One of the best things is that now he can appreciate his wife much more because all of his energy before that was going into really thinking about porn, you know, looking for, for different articles. That was his, one of his things like articles about porn, reading about the industry itself and so on. He is more engaged with his family. He spends much more time with his kids and like doing coaching for, for his kids at school a lot of things. Then he, he spends way more time at the gym because he has now more energy. Instead mm-hmm. of wasting his testosterone through through masturbation, he now conserves it to really, really to push himself at the gym. And finally, I would say this, he has become a much stronger voice in his community because he's a great connector and he's been sort of shutting down this talent because of porn, because he felt isolated but you know being porn free he doesn't have to hide anymore he doesn't feel he doesn't have to feel guilty and shame himself and he is able to to be a great connector in his community and really be more open to people connect them really help a lot of people uh organize events like huge events like he, one of the events he did was about 100 people. Very impressive. So, wow. It sounds like he's a lot happier in his life and his family is a lot happier as well. Is that fair to say? Yes. He always, he used to think that porn would make him happier, but that was, that was actually hell. Porn cannot make you, nothing can make you happy because I, I love this. I, I love this quote, which says that, there is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way, which I'm sure you know. So for him, he realized that porn will not bring him happiness. He has to be happy without it and look and look for things that to just be happy in the moment and maybe look for more sustainable things that make him happy, including great relationships with his wife and kids. 
right? This must be very fulfilling for you to be helping people. And this is a topic that is not talked about very much, is it? It seems very hush-hush in, in Canada, at least. It seems like that to me. I don't hear people talking about this topic. Yes, that, that, that's a problem. And isn't it really, really weird? I mean, porn is all over the place. It's all over the internet on the one hand. And on the other hand, no one talks about it. Yeah, How it is come? weird. Yeah, I'm sure it's a multi-billion dollar industry. And, you know, there are just millions and billions of people that are tied up in this. And yet, yeah, in the, the main part of our lives, we don't really hear anything about it. Yes, yes. I, I, I don't really want to get myself started on this because I, I think that the porn industry is really evil. And when people ask me, like, why, why are you so adamant about porn? Why, like, why do you almost hate it? And I say, probably porn is one of the things in life that I really, really hate because I think that the porn industry really takes advantage of all sides of the story both of the people that are involved in making porn and people watching it, especially kids who get hooked on porn when they don't know any better. And right. I don't think this is right. Yeah, I don't either. It, it's very upsetting. It's very, and, and with me as a teacher, I enjoy teaching and working with kids and it just makes me feel ill to think that those kids can access this on the internet by simply clicking a box online like unless their parents have some kind of uh, locks in place on their internet or something but a lot of those kids can access this right yeah it's been it's been way more accessible let's say in the last 10 years than ever before of course and another problem that exacerbated it is that especially with covid and after covid people have been spending more and more time isolated in their rooms at home. Mm -hmm. And that's why porn has been on the rise. And, you know, I've seen more like requests to me for help. They, I saw them going up with COVID. Right. Well, Roman, tell us what's your website. How can people learn about your course and move forward and move forward into a better life? Okay, sure. My website is romanmiranov.com, spelled as R-O-M-A-N-M-I-R-O-N-O-V.com. And over there, you have all the options that are available to you, which is my basic course available through Udemy, my advanced course available through my website, and my one-on-one -on -one coaching. So I'm also very, very active on YouTube and Instagram. So you can also follow me there for, for daily motivation and really, really quick, helpful strategies to quit porn. That's fantastic. Well, just before we say goodbye, Roman, can you give us one piece of advice to someone that might be listening to this today and believes in mindfulness, they want to move forward, but they have a porn addiction? What would your piece of advice be to them? I would say this, something simple. You are not alone. I thought that I was when I was addicted to porn. I thought that no one else ha had that problem. But you, you are not alone. You can reach out for help. Please go read about this or watch videos. Get aware, get educated. That's one thing. And the second thing, 
there are people on the other side of porn, like me, like my clients, like a lot of people that I know. And it is totally possible to stop watching porn. Even if you have a very serious porn addiction, you can do it. Human beings are capable of amazing things. Wow, I commend you. You are doing a wonderful, wonderful service to the human race to help people with this because you're you're helping men, you're helping women, you're helping families. This is fantastic. Thank you so much for the work you're doing, Roman. Well, thank you, Bruce. These are very kind words. Definitely made my day. <laughs> you're <laughs> welcome. Bye now. Bye-bye. Hey, Mindful Tribe, thanks for joining today. If you have an issue with porn or you think this may be holding you back in your life, I encourage you to check out Roman's website, romanmiranoff.com, R-O-M-A-N-M-I-R-O-N-O-V.com, or check out his, uh, his podcast called Be Version 2.0 of Yourself check that out. And like I mentioned earlier in the show, if you're feeling stuck, if you are feeling that you're, you know, experiencing a lot of anxiety or stress, or maybe it's not to do with porn, maybe, you know, reach out to me and let's talk. Let's get on a Zoom call and, and just have an opportunity to connect and talk about how maybe hypnosis can help you. Just send me an email, bruce at mindfulnessmode.com with coaching session in the subject line. So, so whether you uh, are a person that needs to connect with Roman or connect with me or whatever, I just want to thank you for joining us today and uh, just take what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus and happiness. Stay in the mode.